understand the economic hardship. The people you were serving with, how long had they been in national service? Twenty years, some of them, and some even uh, more than that. So is that what you were afraid of, that you might have to stay for 10, 20 years? That is true. When you decided to make the journey, how did you do it? It was uh, during the day, at noon. And the sun was hot and the soldiers who were guarding that station were uh, under the shade and the others were in. Okay, so you waited. Most people travel at night, but you decided to go right in the heat of the day. Of course, I was scared. If I was caught, I could imagine that I would be thrown to jail for many, many years. After the processing comes the placement. And this is Miami, the biggest of the refugee camps housing Eritreans. It's about an hour's drive from that uh, processing centre across two barren, beautiful mountains. And 10,000 people live here in tumble-down mud-brick huts. UN staff freely describe them as substandard. And the part of the camp where I am, well, these are the good ones because they're for the unaccompanied minors, the kids who've made the journey from Eritrea on their own. Every fifth child who comes from Eritrea comes on their own. And a lot of them end up here. Among them, a girl who's 16 now. Her hair is in rollers, her voice quiet. She shares a small hut with eight other girls. Her story chips away at your heart. I was living with my mother in Eritrea. My mother was working for the army. Meanwhile, the local authorities started accusing her of not attending meetings, of not participating in the agricultural projects which are uh, run by the government. We had a plot of land, and because of my mother not being able to participate in the government affairs, the government took away the land from us. Did you tell your mother that you were leaving? I didn't tell her because she wouldn't let me go. When did you speak to your mother after you left? No, I haven't uh, had the opportunity to, to, to contact her ever since. In the last four years? Oh. Not at all. Gosh. I just want to tell her that I'm fine, I'm doing okay, and that she shouldn't worry about me. Ethiopia, like many poorer host countries around the world, won't give refugees the right to proper, open, paid work, despite having refugee status. So she's left waiting, waiting for the slim possibility that she might get resettled via the UN to another country where she can try to build a life. Down the mud track from her hut, there's much less patience among the boys. I'm 
This 17-year-old, like the girl we just heard from, has been in the camp for four years. Like her, he didn't tell his parents he was leaving. He didn't want them to get in trouble with the authorities. Like her, he hasn't spoken to them in four years. Like her, he has no relatives abroad. He says he fled as a 13-year-old because he'd seen from his older brothers and relatives what was coming, indefinite military conscription, arbitrary detention. And if he can't get to Europe legally, he's about to do what he's seen loads of other boys do, take the biggest gamble of their lives and try to cross overland to Libya's northern shore, overseas to Europe. One of the many thousands of children who've decided to risk everything to get away from Eritrea. So what have that country's authorities got to say? Eritrea's ambassador to the United Nations is Girma Asmaron. Last year, the UN Human Rights Council passed a resolution strongly condemning what it called the...